Hello and welcome to the Alpha Female Movement Podcast, where we dive into topics such as health, weight loss, muscle tone, nutrition, energy, motivation, routines, and accountability to ensure that your body and mind is in the best shape of all time. Now, this is practical, scientifically backed advice that I've already used to change hundreds of women's lives from restrictive dieting and cardio to completely reboot their bodies into a strong, energetic alpha female. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about each of the popular restrictive diets, the pills and surgeries, and why are none of these sustainable to work for you in the long term? But I'll let you in on a little secret that this all falls down to. If you get the body that you're after from restricting yourself, feeling low energy or messing with your body's health, then you're going to have to continue doing that for the rest of your life if you want to keep those results. And even then, your body might rebel and become worse off, which I see a lot of the time when the solution to weight loss is eating next to nothing. And no, the body does not like you doing that. Anyway, let's roll into this episode and discover why the diet industry is selling you on lies. Alright, so first we'll get into fat blasting pills or the hunger suppressants or the heart rate increases, or, you know, expending energy while, while you're just sitting down, all these sorts of things, okay, so we're talking about stuff like, um, I hear about Duramine a lot as, as a pill to, um, for weight loss, and pe- people think of it, I think, as, as you literally take the pill, and, and suddenly, you know, your hunger's gone, and suddenly you'll lose weight just at the snap of your fingers, um, I've also heard coffee, uh, taking a lot of coffee increases your heart rate, therefore increases your energy expended and makes you lose weight, which um, is kind of true. That, that is kind of correct. You know, increasing your heart rate um, is going to expend more energy and, and will give you that result uh, in the very short term. So yes, this kind of thing is true, um, or any other sort of fat blasting pill on the market that's uh, masquerading as an actual product, and you'll see the you'll see the before and after images on the fat blasting pills, and um, the chances of that person actually getting that body from the fat blasting pill, well, let's just say maybe you should contact the supplier and see what they have to say about that. Now, anyway, let's get this straight: raising your body's heart rate artificially, okay, without exercise is an incredibly poor choice of ways to lose weight. Why? Well, you're going to lose muscle at the same rate as you lose fat because you're not exercising to actually keep that muscle on you. So what you're doing is ruining your metabolism for the future, making it easier to pile back weight on later and making you feel even worse because as we know, muscle is intrinsically linked with metabolism. The higher your uh, muscle tone that you have, the more muscle tone you have, the higher your metabolism, the easier it is to get by day to day and the more energetic you feel. And obviously, the better your posture is, all these sorts of things. So you lose muscle at the same rate as you lose fat if you're not exercising and you're forcing your body into starvation mode. Now, with a faster heart rate as well, you are, quote unquote, borrowing energy from another part of your day. Okay, this is what you do with coffee. So you're revved up, you're revved up in the morning and then you crash in the afternoon because your body only has so much energy to give, especially if you're not feeding it. You know, think about it. If your body could give out more energy, okay, from from simple pills and things like that or, or simple chemicals, don't you think it would already? Don't you think we're running at the maximum capacity that we can with the food that we're giving our body? So, of course, if you try and force your body into a more energetic state, 
it's going to have a swing down at some point. Okay. And if you take strong pills that chronically accelerate your heart rate, which at the end of the day is all that the fat blasting pills do, then the body will simply give up and crash and be lethargic and low energy all day, every day instead. Okay. It's going to mess up the hormones and it's most likely going to put more weight on than you initially lost in the first few days when you were using it. Because again, at the end of the day, there's nothing that we have invented that has been able to actually decrease the amount of body fat on you specifically, okay? There's no chemical that does it. It's your body that does it. Your body's the only thing that can remove its own body fat. And cheating your body, hacking your way into making your body do that, the body doesn't like it. Okay, so we're going to get into surgeries now, such as gastric bypass, these sorts of things. Now, there's certainly a lot of success stories from these kind of surgeries. And where the success stories come from, in my opinion, and also the medical opinion, is that it's a forced lifestyle change. Okay, so eventually you get used to portion control, you get used to eating smaller amounts, and although this does make you feel more lessogenic, this is... Uh, technically a restrictive diet because you're forcing yourself to eat less. You then also force yourself to eat properly because you can't eat enough food to eat properly and also eat junk on top of that because you're just going to feel like terribly if you only have junk because you can't eat anything else, right? So it's a forced lifestyle change is the thing that surgery most helps people with because at the end of the day, The body has a remarkable skill of healing. That means if you cut through some of your stomach to shrink it, eventually the body will regrow parts of this. And that's often the thing that you're not told when you go into things like gastric bypass. Okay. And you can, you can fact check that on your own time. You can have a look at that in your own time, but the stomach can regrow. Okay. You, you can actually increase the capacity over time. It could take five years. It could take 10 years, but eventually you'll be back at square one if your lifestyle itself does not change. But again, the one thing that I see surgery can help is it will force you into a lifestyle change, okay? Because you simply cannot eat anymore. So for some people, this does work. If you simply, if you've been trying for so long, can't change your habits. But of course, this is not the easiest. This is not the cheapest. And this is not the most efficient way to do things. And it's not the healthiest way either. It's also quite a poor decision if you're eating very badly all the time, you only eat junk because that means when you have less portions, you're going to eat only a little bit of junk and that's all you'll eat. And now your body will have to be running off that at extremely low energy, okay, because you you can only feed it a little bit and at that you can only feed it a little bit of junk and your body is going to start to fall apart a little bit, okay, including your muscle as well. So it's it's incredibly fine line and if you choose to do the surgery route, then just know you must only be having clean, healthy food in those small portions, which is what you can stomach, okay? And you won't be able to stomach anymore for anywhere between five to 10 years. Now, again, this can work for some people, but just so you know, this doesn't necessarily mean by portion controlling, you're going to feel good, okay? You're going to feel energetic and you're going to get to your goal, you know, as as soon as possible and you're going to keep it because you can always, your, your body will heal and you will regrow that, Okay, so keep that in mind. All 
Alright, let's brush up now on some popular different diets that are coming around these days. Okay, I do hear a lot of different things um, on the grapevine, you know, just being in the industry, there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of diets which are completely bogus as you probably know, but there's also a lot of diets that do have some sort of merit and are on the right track. At the end of the day, I like to teach in the way that we don't want to have a restrictive specific diet because, again, you're going to have to continue doing that for the rest of your life. And again, it's going to make you feel a little low energy if you're not increasing your metabolism. Okay, because all of these diets, especially if you're not exercising at the same time, they're going to decrease your metabolism. You have to eat less and less and less and less by the time you get to your body goals. That being said, it is possible for them to work and that's why in some small cases they do work. Whether they work for the long term... I'm not too sure how long-term people uh, are able to sustain this for. Anyway, let's get into a few of them. So let's start with uh, one of the most convoluted ones, and that's keto, or the ketogenic diet. Basically, this means that you have almost no carbohydrates whatsoever. <clears throat> so that's things such as uh, potatoes, pasta, rice, bread, um, but it's also uh, sugars as well, any sort of sugars, because sugars are carbohydrates, and that also rules fruit out of the equation too. So with keto... Essentially, you are forcing your body to use a different energy source than carbs because the body likes to use carbs as an energy source, but if you force it not to, it will then instead use dietary fat. So that's found in things such as oils and nuts, for example. So keto is useful in that it can force you into a really good eating habit, okay? Because often, lots of our issues stem from an overconsumption of carbs, However, it's very, very restrictive and very hard to continue that for life. Also, people say that they feel really good when they get onto keto. And this is uh, this is true for most of us, but that's because our modern diets have way, many, way too many carbs in them. And when the body suddenly doesn't have these carbs to process for a few weeks, it's pretty happy. Okay, But eventually, the good that you feel on keto will start to plateau and you'll be back to feeling the same way as you were before, mark my words, and it's also going to be very hard to continue this. That being said, especially for some people that you know maybe are close to being diabetic or are diabetic, keto can be a useful tool to stop that insulin spike from carbs. So it can be a tool for some people, and in the short term, for for a bit of a kicker, it is certainly something that you can look into. Okay, but the long term availability of this, the long term possibilities and healthiness of this, is not proven. Let's move on to now intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting simply means you do not eat for uh, usually for the first few hours of a day. So usually you'll eat an eight-hour window um, between lunch and dinner. Now, this again, th- this works for a lot of people, but there's definitely a uh, caveat here. There's there's a reason why. This specifically does not work all the time because a lot of people find it's easy just to not eat breakfast and just skip to lunch and then suddenly you're in a calorie restriction, okay? You're eating less overall. However, again, we come back to the problem of if you're eating a lot less, you're going to be starting to ruin your metabolism. If you try and lose weight too fast, if you try and eat only a tiny bit, then you're going to be losing weight the incorrect way, okay? You're going to be feeling low energy, low muscle tone, and you're not going to get the actual body that you want when you when you get there, if you get there, okay? With intermittent fasting as well, there is no magic, okay, there's, there's no magic fast burning zone, okay? Just like there's no magic fasted cardio, that's a myth, 
okay? Or if it's not a myth, it's very negligible, okay? Very small amount of difference, which to us, we're not Olympic athletes, it doesn't really matter. So the fasting part that you, you hear about with the intermittent fasting, okay, having some fat burning effect, it's, it's really not the case, okay? It's, again, negligible, just the same as the cardio. What some people will feel, though, is they'll feel really good in the mornings, when they're not having breakfast. And I'll attribute this to the fact that the diet works or, or there's some sort of magic. No, the magic is that you probably are over-consuming carbs most of the time and you're giving your body a, a good or an eight-hour or so reprieve from carbs. And that's why you're feeling better. Let's quickly touch on shake diets. I'm not even going to go into this very much. Shake diets are one of the worst possible things you can do for your body right up there with having pills or forcing your body into a higher heart rate. Essentially, if you're not having solid foods, you're not getting proper nutrients. The body's also designed to digest things through eating, so the nutrients are not absorbed as well if you're having shakes because they're in a liquid and they're just slipping through you as fast as possible. Okay, back in the day, do you think we had juices available? Even 200 years ago, do you think there were lots of juices and liquids available? No, almost every single thing was solid food, and that's how the human body has got put together. Okay, so the nutrients are not as readily available for the body in shakes. Also, not only that, if you have 500 calories worth of a shake or you have 500 calories worth of solid food, what do you think is going to fill you up more? Okay, just consider that. What do you think? Because at the end of the day, it's 500 calories either way and that's all, that's all that matters for your body. Okay, your body's either going to use energy from those calories and put on weight or lose weight. Right? Let's talk quickly about uh, the Atkins and the Zone diets. Okay, these ones are probably the closest to what I think should be a true re representation of uh, what, what you can aim for. Atkins and Zone are mostly protein-based, and I love that. Um, high protein is incredibly important for us. That's all I'll say about that. And then, of course, we have Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig, these sorts of things. Now, uh, these work pretty well, okay, if you eat the uh, meals that they provide you. However, they're usually um, under, under ball and they usually lower the amount of uh, calories quite a lot in the meals that they provide you and they also don't talk about anything about exercising, okay? And it's all a two-way street. You've got to do both. So they can work, but you've got to use them in conjunction with some smart exercise as well. So again, the real way to lose fat is unfortunately the one that you need the lifestyle change for, okay, in your routines and your exercise and your eating and your accountability. And this is the only way to truly sustainably change your metabolism. And for that, for a comprehensive one-path coaching plan that women just like you are moving on right now, beating restrictive diets, low motivation and energy, succeeding in getting their dream lean tone beach body with unlimited energy due to the routines, the metabolism mastery, the accountability that you receive, head on over to westernright.com and watch my full video training and then book a call and let's get you a breakthrough. Because if you're a good fit for the program, we may also invite you on board and you can give yourself then the best resource for success in the world. But that's all for this episode. In the next one, we'll be looking into practical ways of how to improve your energy day to day to keep up with the ever-changing world. That's all for now and have a great day.